You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, this is Mike with the FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you, we bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. Uh, we uh, shoot straight, we, we don't BS anyone, and uh, here we go. Hey everyone, it's uh, Mike. I'm here with Louis Ragoni. Hey, Dolphins. And uh, right now they're in the process of uh, finishing up the second round of the draft. Uh, the Dolphins have made their second round picks, and uh, Lewis and I are here to talk about yesterday and uh, what's happened so far today. Pretty surprising, Lewis, uh, that the pace of this round's going pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, this second round, I mean, my God, these guys are flying they're off flying. the board. There's been it, what seems like <laughs> 10, 10 trades already in the first half of that second round. It's unbelievable how teams have been moving up and moving back and, and uh, you know negotiating deals and picking up extra draft picks for some teams and um, moving up just like we did in the yeah. second round. We moved you know, it's up. funny because how many drafts have we, have we gone through together, Lewis? I mean, it, it's got to be – I mean, I know we were – Talking when Marino was drafted, you know, and then that was going way back. I mean, I, I can't even remember how many drafts we've uh, discussed in in real time. You know, oh, it's fun wow. stuff. Yeah, fun stuff. It and, is fun and stuff. So I mean, many it's... disappointments, you know, and and so many surprises, you know. And, and this draft is really no different. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, when Waddle was picked, I, I I think that maybe we weren't too happy about it, but I've kind of softened up on it over the past day. You know, I'm. You think about what that kind of speed can add to our offense, and and you know it'll help uh, to uh, uh, get rid of the ball quicker, and uh, you know hopefully he can get the separation that they expect him to get, and. Uh, uh, we'll get some, uh, you know, short passes, uh, go for touchdowns. That would be kind of exciting and something that we haven't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, your initial reaction to the draft pick, I think for most, is kind of uh, somewhat disappointing. To some others, you know, they may have been happy with the pick. Um, you know, as as the draft developed, you know, when you saw Chase come off the board, you know, and you saw Pitts, the tight end, come off the board, you're thinking, well, you know, Sewell's right there, you know, take him. You know, you got a dominant offensive lineman for years going forward. That's exactly what we were thinking. And, um, you know, they turn around and they take Waddle, and, you know, there's a lot of questions. You know, if if he wasn't even the bet, if he was the best receiver on his team in, in college, I mean, you know, that's debatable. I mean, the guy's completely talented there's no question about it i mean he's he's an extreme talent uh you know the question is is at number six was he the right guy you know could you have moved down maybe a couple of a couple of slots like a few teams did up and down and maybe picked up another draft pick you're always rolling the dice when you do that um I'll tell you one thing, uh, the Detroit Lions were extremely happy when we drafted Waddle because their draft room, I mean, it, it you know, it was like they won the, you know, the the lotto, the lotto. I mean, they were they were going nuts, bouncing up and down, I mean, like a bunch of little kids, but uh you know, with all that being said, you know, the initial reaction is yes, you know, a lot of a lot of fans probably a little disappointed, but as you listen to commentators and you listen to these guys that, uh, you know, that do this for a living, you know, you start to 
listen to it and it starts to ease the pain a little bit, so to speak. Um, you know, I, I have my thoughts on it. You know, we'll talk about it a little bit more. But yeah, it was a surprise there at um, at number six. I thought, you know, for Waddle, but um, maybe maybe a little bit early, maybe a little bit early. But you know what? Uh, you know, you and I have been talking for for months and months and months about this team needing playmakers. They need they need speed. They need guys to come in and put points on the board. And uh, if Waddle can provide that. I mean, if he is skilled enough to provide that and he is successful on the pro level, then I have no problem with the pick. No, I mean, and he's going to bring that to you. I mean, there's no question about that. I mean, he's he's going to bring that to the table. The question is, is you know, did we do the right thing at this point? And, and you know, we'll talk about it right now. My opinion, you know, and this is just strictly my opinion, I think that um, – I always feel, and I think you're on the same page with me on this to an extent, um, you know, it starts up front. And, it does. Um, you know, a guy like Sewell, you know, who's ranked so high among you know, among everybody in this draft, receivers, quarterbacks, whatever whatever the case may be, he's ra- ranked extremely high, as was Waddle. But when you look at the importance of the tackle position and the offensive line position in comparison to wide receivers, because you can – there's wide receivers in every draft, it seems, especially of late. Uh, they're developed, you know, at the college level, and they come into the pros, and these guys are just hitting, you know, they're just killing it, you know, right out of ju- right out of the gate. So with all that being said, you know, my thought process is this, is yes, absolutely, absolutely. You do need playmakers on this team, and we do talk about home runs, but you know, my thought process would have been you go with Sewell, right? You get you get a dominant tackle. You come back at number 18, and we'll get to the 18 pick. I guess, you know, we'll talk a little bit about it right now. You know, you come back and you draft Harris, the running back, and now you've got the threat of a running game. And that, I think, helps Tua as much as anything because – once you start getting these linebackers and the safety cheating up near the line of scrimmage, it opens up the play action, which is which is vital to to at this point. Um, the other thing it does, Lewis, is it keeps Josh Allen off the field. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you've got to look at this in a situation where, okay, you know, our our biggest weakness is playmakers, no question about it. But um, our offensive line is is not very good. They weren't very good last year. Um, we're banking on a lot of young guys to develop very quickly because exactly. you know we always talk about this this window of opportunity here. You know, with the guys we've been drafting the last couple of years and some of the veteran players not being around a few years from now. So, with all that being said. You know, in today's NFL, you know, you've got to produce now and you've got to get guys that are going to come out on the field and and, and be able to change games for you. Waddle is that type of player, but I think Sewell just as much. And I think that, um, you know, with the fact that we signed the free agent wide receiver, I thought there was more importance in getting the dominant offensive lineman because it just strengthens your offensive line across the board. And then you come back with the running back at 18 and now you've got a running game. You know, you've got the best running back coming out of college and you've got the best offensive tackle coming out of college. The opportunity was there and it opens things up for two just as much as a big play receiver. I mean, you know, if, if you don't have time to throw the football, it's not going to make a difference 
you know, how quick Waddle is down the field. And, um, you know, so, you know, I, that's my opinion on it. I think that Waddle's going to be a great player for us. It's just not the route that I would have went. Right. You don't like the strategy. Strategy involved. Absolutely. Right. That's, that's the perfect, perfect word. Well, you know, with the, with the uh, second pick, they took uh, Jalen Phillips, who was considered by many to be the best edge rusher in the class. Now, uh, obviously, the concern with him is is the medicals. You know, uh, he's yes. had several concussions, and uh, you know, quit football for us for a time, and then transferred to Miami, and uh, had a hell of a season. So, I mean, the kid's talented. He, you know, looking at him, he he reminds one of Jason Taylor. At least he reminds me of him. Uh, now that's you know I'm not saying he's going to be a Hall of Famer, but I'm saying you know build wise he looks like Jason Taylor. He looks like he can get around that edge and cause some damage. Uh, you know, yeah, obviously he's got to develop into a football player. We'll see what happens with him, but uh, I like the pick. Yes, I did too. I mean, at that point, you know, when you when you went away from the tackle. You know, I, I didn't think they were taking the running back there, you know, Harris. Um, you know, I felt that it was going to be a tackle or a defensive end, uh, the edge player. And they went the edge player. They got the best. I mean, in most cases, you know, they he was ranked number one among all the edge players. And he is a beast, Mike. I mean, he is an athlete above and yes. beyond. Yes. Um, there are concerns, but, you know, I mean, it, you know, it's really, really hard to look at each one of these individuals that are drafted and not find negative. There's something wrong and, with them, right? Exactly. <laughs> one, one thing or another, you just don't know. You know, the Dolphins tend to roll the dice quite a bit. We do it every single year. I'm just going to uh, say this know, flat yeah. out straight. You know, Greer has shown some balls this draft. Yeah, he he has, and it's going to make or break him. I yeah, mean, it's that yeah. simple because. Uh, you know, these, these last two seasons of draft picks are going to make or break him going forward. Now, I love the pick at number 18. At that point, I felt great. You got the best defensive end coming out of college football. Yes, there are some questions, um, but, you know, the bottom line is this. This guy's a playmaker. It's a need on this football team. Uh, when we did the mock draft a couple weeks ago, I took a defensive end at number 18. It was his teammate, you know, the guy that, that right. landed in Buffalo, uh, only because somebody in our mock draft had already taken Phillips off the board. So when he was there, I talked about it, Mike, you know, during the mock draft. I said, you know what? I think as much as that I would love for the Dolphins to take the running back here, I think they're going defense. I mean, that's Greer. Right. You we, know, agree, he, we agreed he, on that. We did. I think all of us did yep. to an extent, you know. So um, with all that being said, uh, they did it there. I was fine with that draft pick at that point. I think both of these guys are going to be exceptional players for us. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, my concerns, of course, are, you know, the running game and the offensive line and the process, you know, uh -huh. th those two things. And, um, you know, as we go into the second round here, Again, you know, we may have those same problems going in the next year, you know, uh, with, with, well, with maybe, all that maybe being not. Said. They, they, in the, you know, the uh, second round, the first pick, uh, they, they took a safety, uh, Jevon Holland. Right. Kid's got good ball skills. He's versatile. He's physical and he's instinctive. And, um, 
he's not the fastest kid in the world. So, you know, that's a little bit of a concern. But uh, very, very good ball player. We'll, we'll have to see if, if uh, he's fast enough to get the job done on the pros. Right. Well, obviously they were extremely high on him because, you know, my thinking at that point was, and, you know, again, it's always a risk to trade down and try and get, you know, a draft pick back because there's a few rounds where we don't have draft picks here. And, you know, in my opinion, I think he would have still been there had they done that. Maybe they attempted to move down, but it seemed like teams are more than willing to move up and, you know, in, in, in the, um, in the second round. And it happened quite a bit all around. Well, you know, the Broncos jumped right in front of us and, uh, and took the running back, running back, broke my heart. Absolutely broke my heart. But you know what, Mike, in all honesty, the Dolphins were so ready after that pick was taken that, you know, I, I believe that they weren't drafting him. I truly believe that. I Maybe don't think not. they were because it wasn't like they were like taken aback by the fact that Denver moved up and the pick came in immediately. Yeah, uh, they had their pick. They had their pick available right after that. We were on the phone and I was like, you were like, they already got their pick ready. And I'm like, well, they had this guy in mind. I hope it's a good one. And you know, when the selection came through, <laughs> was not the top you know, safety was, on the board. So, you know, I mean, obviously safety, he was their right. top safety, but uh, he wasn't yes. the top safety according to, you know, most of the uh, people that make those lists. Right. And I, you know, I felt there was a lot more talent on the board at other positions at that point as well. And, um, you know, listen, it, this is all speculative, right? I mean, we, we, we don't all sit there and study film like right. these, uh, the scouts do and the Dolphin organization. So they're, obviously they saw something in this kid that most others didn't. You know, again, like you mentioned, you know, he was a well, third-ranked we, safety. We've got a couple of cornerbacks playing safety. We need some safeties to play safety. So I, I get the right. pick. I'm, you know, I don't have a problem with the pick. I just hope the kid's fast enough to get the job it, done, it, you know. Right, you hope it's the right, it's right. the right safety that exactly. they chose there. Um, and and again, I didn't have a problem with the safety position. As a matter of fact, when we spoke yesterday after the first round was over, I'm like, you know what, Mike, the best safety in the draft is yep. still on the board, and yep. and you know they may go that route again. Defense, you know, he loves to have, you know, Flores loves to have defensive players, so. Yep. And the key is, that route. key is versatility. He likes players who are versatile, and uh, you know this kid is versatile. Yeah. So he is versatile. We'll he have has to see some how questions. they use him. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, he shies away. I mean, the you know the report that we both not the read best, on him not is, the best run defender. Not the best run defender. Um, you know, he is a ball. You know, he does get to the football. He does create turnovers, and he is a little bit slow. So. He does have some tendencies, and mm-hmm. um, you know that early in the second round, you know, I'm a little concerned. You know, uh, when I looked at the, like I said, when I looked at the talent that was still on the board, I felt that they were better picks. But you know, again, time will tell. And then they went with a tackle guard, uh, Liam Eichenberg. Right, Eichenberg's an interesting guy. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. Again, time will tell. In on some draft boards, you know, he was way down. I mean, he was behind about three or four guys that were still on the board when the Dolphins drafted him. And then on other boards, he was right where he should have been. He was picked right where he should have been. Yeah, now, I heard he, you know, a comparison to Joe Staley. And uh, if we can get Joe Staley, uh, you know, in, in the second round, I think you'd take that. Right, you know? right. 
And Eichenberg, you know, Kuchenberg. Now we got an Eichenberg. Uh, I like the name. He sounds like an offensive lineman, right? Sound, Liam, yeah, exactly. He does. Liam Eichenberg playing left guard. <laughs> he plays with good leverage, Lewis. He's got good hands, and he's he's wow. known as a tactician. He needs to add some strength. Right. He's six six. Uh, yeah. you know, he's he's a tall. You know, he's a tall kid. Uh, you know, three hundred and five pounds. So he's not overly heavy i mean he's you know he's a guy that uh you know you hope can move around a little bit he's not uh, the most athletic i don't think he's, no. he's he's not known for his quick feet i honestly mike i i think you may see him playing guard for us more so than tackle could be uh, but we'll see we'll see yep. you know it, it that's it's interesting obviously they liked him because they gave up a third rounder in next year's draft for him to move up to right. all those spots so right it's it's very obvious that they you know they they were all hell bent on getting them and they went after it. Um, so you know let's let's just you know we got to trust in them and you know let's just hope that these guys are players because I'll tell you, um, you know we moved up and I mean what did we move up to forty two? So you know the four guys that we took, you know you've got to look at it and say okay well you know these these are hopefully four guys that were the best 42 coming out of this draft and and we didn't make mistakes across the board here you know that's well you know we talk about being able to go into a draft and taking the best player available but it's very obvious that miami is filling needs with these picks yes you know and you know know, i mean you can rightfully say that you know three out of the four picks were reaches at where they were drafted um you know, and that that's my concern to an extent. Um, you know, even with our first pick in the draft, it, it may have been somewhat of a reach there. But listen, you know, he may have been gone two picks later. You know, Detroit. Here's the thing about Waddle that, that maybe, maybe you know, forces your hand to jump on him. It's because of his speed. You can't, you can't replicate speed. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And Jimmy Johnson used to say that speed kills. Yep. Absolutely. No, I agree with that 110%. So, you know, you got you got a guy who's lightning fast on the board and maybe you just take him and you don't worry if you're reaching a little bit because, you know, you're just not going to find another guy that fast later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their philosophy is interesting because they did that with, with the Waddle pick and then with the safety, they, they went a different route. You uh-huh, know, they, exactly. they, got, they, they got a guy that was maybe a step slow. Right, um, right. Same, the same with the linemen, you know, maybe a, a step slow for a tackle position. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's interesting, you know, you know they I don't think, way. I don't think they're looking for big fast linemen or they wouldn't be drafting the kids that they're drafting. You know, uh, Kinsley's certainly not quick on his feet and, uh, Hunt's not the Hunt. fastest guy on the world. Yep. Right. So I, right. I don't think they're looking for a speed. They're looking for people to push people. Yes. Well, they had one at six. yeah they did so anyway but you know what let's hope collectively if you had to give the draft you know through two rounds a grade what what would you grade it oh man i mean it's there's just question marks i mean even with number 18 the pick i love you know because of his health issues yeah there's a i mean i think he's going to be fine my concern is the concussion the situation obviously because I mean, a couple more, and you know what they're going to do. I mean, they're going to shut him down. And, you know, if he starts getting concussions, you know, you're going to see this guy missing a lot of, a lot of time on the football field. And, um, you know, he, he's already been 
told that he should have maybe given it up, right? Isn't that the case? I read something about that. I I don't know enough about it to really say for sure. I I do know they did shut him down, you know, and and it it eventually caused him to, I guess, transfer schools. Yeah. Well, you know, in the NFL, they have these protective helmets, and maybe he wears something like Kelso did for the Bills all those years, right? And, uh, you know, and he may look funny on the field, but... You know, as long as he's not getting those concussions. If he's sacking quarterbacks, nobody's going to care what he looks like. he's killing quarterback. I think he's going to be an outstanding football player for us. I mean, you know, I, I we haven't had a guy like this that, uh, you know, since Jason Taylor. No, um, we, we were at Jason's think, last game together, remember? Oh, yeah. I mean, and he was still doing it in, 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 his, yeah. in his final game. He looked great uh, that game. He did. He was. He, he just went out there and just – I mean, there's got to be desire there. And, um, you know, hopefully this kid does, uh, does have that because well, that's another one of the have, concerns. Cause he's into music, you know, he says it's yes. not going to be a worry, but you know, it's, is the passion of his obviously. Exactly. I mean, and, and you know what you want football players, but you, you know, you can be the greatest football player with all the talent in the world, but you have to have that, that desire. You have to have that, that I want to go out and be the best. Yeah. You have to have it inside you. And, and that's what you hope for. You know, you hope. Well, these seem like good kids. I mean, uh, the first two that, you know, the first round picks, the both, both the Jalen's, they, they seem like well-grounded individuals. Yes, they do. I mean, I, I like both kids. Um, And again, I think they're going to be exceptional football players for us. And, you know, time will tell, you know, whether we went there, you know, in the right direction. So you are critical, but you're great. I think they're both going to be um, productive for us. Um, You know, the the picks in the second round bring the grade down a bit. So right now I'd give them maybe a B minus C plus. Okay. Um, I don't think the Waddell pick is, you know, even though I was disappointed, I don't think it's a bad pick. And I think the Phillips pick was excellent. But the two guys in the second round, um, you know, as I looked at the board, it, you know, I felt that there was a there was more talent on the board at that point, especially on the defensive side at, at other positions as well. And um, offensive any, tackle. Any, any particular names you can think of that no, you would have gone for? I, I don't, I don't want to start getting into all that, Mike. I really don't because it's, you know, I don't know where they were picked thereafter. Okay. I'd have to look. We could talk about it next week, you know, and where guys landed and what teams they landed with thereafter because after we made our second pick i kind of like got distracted and we started setting up for the show so i'd have to go back and look at that again you know fair enough uh, so let's talk about the division sure yeah um the division's interesting huh you know what went down the jets um you know they did some interesting things right off the bat right they take Zach Wilson, which, you know, everybody assumed they were going to do. Uh-huh. But then they came they came back, they traded up to fourteen with the Vikings to get the guard. Um, you know, they're gonna have a nice offensive line. That one side should be pretty good between him and um the tackle that they drafted last year, right? So Beckton. they're gonna have an yeah, Beckton, they're gonna have a nice solid offensive line for this kid. And then they come back early in the second round and they take the uh, receiver who, you know, um, uh, Elijah Moore, who looks like a player. Um, So they they did themselves pretty well. What do you think Um, of Zach? What do you think of Zach Wilson? 
Mike, you know, I, I've got mixed feelings about the kid. I uh, personally, I think he's going to be solid. Um, but I have some questions about him, you know, in regard to, uh, you know, his, his physical attributes, so to speak. You know, I don't think he's a very big kid, um, you know, or he doesn't look big. You know, when he walked out there, he looked like he was 18 years old, didn't he? Yeah, you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but looks can be deceiving. You know, uh, Josh Allen looked like looked that way a couple of years back. Oh, he right? is a little small, but I don't want to say he's small. He's not a small guy. He's 6'3", 210. But for a quarterback, he's he's on the smaller side. He's on, Yeah, 6'3". I mean, he's tall, but he's thin. Yeah. You know, he's yeah, he's not. Yeah. But, you know, Matt Ryan and guys like that. Whereas have, Trey Lance you know, is, is 6'4", 226. Yeah, Trey Lance is a big, 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 big kid. Boy, San Francisco, you know, they did themselves well, you know, with Lance there. Um, I think he's going to be a very solid quarterback as well. Um, you know, we're getting a little bit out of the division, but the, the pick that really surprised me was the Falcons going with Kyle Pitts. Um, uh-huh. I mean, that team has offense. I mean, you got Julio Jones, you've got Ridley, you've got Matt Ryan. Their running game lacks a little bit. Their offensive line isn't fantastic. And you just go out and get another playmaker. And that team just hasn't been winning year in and year out. So, I mean, how much offense do you need? Um, And I know Pitts is above and beyond, but... I mean, they're going to be a team that's going to have to go out and score 30 points a game in order to win football games right now. And I don't know if their offensive line is that strong. Um, They don't necessarily have a running game. So Matt Ryan's going to be throwing the ball, I guess, 40, 50 times a game and and winning shootouts, I'm assuming. You know, we'll see. It was an interesting pick. And the Patriots Um, stay at 15 and get a quarterback. Yeah, well, you know, all along – that was the talk, and boy, he was there. Mac Jones was the guy that that they were talking about. You know, he's a uh, he's he's uh, they compare him to you know the same type of quarterback. I don't even want to mention his name in this in this <laughs> thing, but you know they compare him to him to where he's you know he executes perfectly. He's that type of guy, and uh, he landed right in their lap. They are fantastic, you know. Hopefully, you know, there's mixed feelings on him as well. You know, hopefully uh, he's a bust. You know, that's yeah. all we can hope for, right? That's it. New England's got, you know, they went out, they they surrounded this kid with a ton of players, right? All the yeah. free agents. My God, they, they landed more free agents than anybody. Well, you'll probably see Cam Newton start the season, I would imagine. You would think so, but if he plays anything like he did last year, Mike, it's not going to be. It won't be long, it right? Won't be, it won't be long before people are calling for the kid. I mean, you know, he just wasn't very good last year, Cam, and um, you know, obviously, you know, they signed him to another one-year contract just as a um, you right, know, a, a bridge, a, a bridge, exactly. And um, you know, great, they they landed their quarterback. Um, you know, Buffalo. Drafted, uh, you know, our defensive end's uh, teammate, Roussaw. Right. Right. And, and he's going to be full interesting of energy to watch and, these two guys to see who has the better career. Exactly. I mean, you know, they, they got him at 30. You know, we took our guy at 18. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it, it is interesting, right, Mike? Because uh, this kid, Roussaw, is a little bit raw, but um, his upside, they say, is just above and beyond. And, um, you know, again, both of them are extremely talented football players, and it is going to be interesting to see which one becomes the better football player uh, going forward. Um, 
So, you know, Buffalo did themselves well there. You know, New England came back. We'll go back to New England, and, and they traded They traded up. They drafted a defensive tackle, this, this kid Christian Barmore. Barmore. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, they like him. It's a need for them. So, you know, that, that was quite interesting. And, and past that, I don't think anybody else up to this point has, um, has drafted. You know, it's going to be interesting. You know, obviously these teams, uh, you know, the Jets uh, have quite a few, quite a few draft picks uh, this year and next year. So they bettered themselves in this draft. There's no question about it. Yeah, no, there is no question about it. I mean, they're they're drafting some kids with talent. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how they build on that. You know, uh, you know are they going to start? focusing on the defense the rest of this draft or are they going to keep uh, throwing people on offense yeah i mean right now if you look if you look at the jets they they have needs everywhere so you know they're trying they filled some they filled some needs there's no question about it they needed a young receiver they got one they they got their quarterback and they got an offensive lineman and um that like I said earlier, that side of that line for them is going to be very, very good right now. The guard and tackle, you know, it's something that, you know, we, we tried to do last year, you know, with later picks in the draft. Um, you know, we drafted our tackle um, in the first round, and then we came back with three more offensive linemen. And you just got to hope that those guys that were picked in later rounds for us, guys like Hunt and Kinley, develop into the players that uh, – you know, that, that are going to be out there and, and moving guys around on the field. I mean, this is a big year for all these guys from, from year one to year two, you know, these guys got to start developing into football players uh, because before you know it, their rookie contracts are going to be done. And, you know, you don't want them seeing, you know, um, becoming that football player in year four, you know, and that's the problem with projects, you know? Right. Right. And it's, it's happened to us before, you know? Yes. Well, you know, Lewis, it, it these these drafts are always, you know, always risky. Every every pick you take is risky, and uh, you know, you gotta hope that Greer knows something that you know the scouts gave him good information, and and he's made decisions that are gonna benefit the franchise because we absolutely have to hit on these picks. We can't be drafting people that aren't gonna work out. Uh, not if we're not if we're gonna compete for championships. Uh, you know, if you got to beat the Buffalo Bills and you got to beat the Kansas City Chiefs and the Colts and all these other teams, you're going to have to have talent to do it. Absolutely. So, There's no question about it. I mean, listen, we talked, right, um, you know, about the strategy. And, you know, we, we both talked about, uh, you know, as they made their picks yesterday um, in regard to the strategy. Well, you got you got Buffalo in your division. They're they're going to mm-hmm. score points, so you right. got to get guys to score points with them. And um, you know, but the, the the bottom line is is that that team is a couple of years ahead of us, and you don't want to get into a position to where you're getting in the shootouts with Buffalo. You know, the two times a year we play them because they're more established as an offense. I mean, there's no ifs right. ands or buts about that right now. You know, their quarterback is is ahead of us right now, and their receivers are ahead he's, of us right now. He's ahead of probably so, 11 other quarterbacks in the conference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Most most quarterbacks in the conference, Mike. Yep. Um, yep. Most quarterbacks in the NFL right now. So, 
you know, if if you're going to go that way and you're going to try to strategize, uh, sort of speak, by going after them to where, hey, you know, we've got to go tit for tat with them, you're, you're going to lose that battle. Um, you know, my thought process was you run the football, you, you score points, you control the you control the football, you keep him off the field, you keep the game tight, and then you come back and you have you know your defense make some plays, hopefully get a couple turnovers, and you compete because that that's the team you're targeting right now, right? I mean, the Jets and the Patriots, you know, they're they're right on par with us, maybe a little bit behind us, but I don't know, you know if the Patriots are behind us. I honestly don't know. Yeah, I mean, right now with all their free agent signings, Mike, and you know how that goes. When you yep. start signing a bunch of free agents and they're, you know, they're at that point in their career, you don't know which way they're going to go. That's I mean, exactly you, you, right. You hit on one and then you don't hit on three others. I mean, we experienced that last year. You know, it was, you know, all the guys that we signed, you know, you, you could probably say we did average, right? I mean, it's 50 50. It's 50 50, exactly. So, you're in a situation with New England where they weren't a very good football team last year, but they went out, they made a bunch of moves, they brought in a bunch of guys. It just depends on how these guys play together as a football team. It's not a Belichick-style type of um, philosophy, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with them. Um, With all that being said, you know, again, you know, it's a situation where you you kind of look at it, and Buffalo's the team that you got to beat in our division right now. And um, you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, you had to get a pass rusher because boy, Josh Allen sat in the pocket all day. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, that's a plus right there. You had to get you had to get pressure on the quarterback when you looked at our team last year. Game in and game out. That was an absolute weakness. An absolute weakness. I mean, Ogba had some really, really solid football games early on. Early on, but boy, once they started throwing attention his way, and um, you know, taking him out of the equation, you had Van Ginkel here and there making right. some plays, you know, on the quarterbacks and and getting to the quarterback even when he wasn't getting the sacks, he was still pressuring you know, the quarterbacks. But past that, Mike, I mean, honestly, there wasn't an awful lot to talk about as far as a pass rush uh past those two guys. Uh, no, it was it was a definite need. It was a definitely need and a, a lot of the Van Ginkle sacks were more to, you know, the um you know, the, the situations involved, they were strategic sacks, so to speak, you know, uh, scheme sacks, um, you know, not just a guy dominating the guy in that front of sec- him. Second effort sacks, you know what I yes. mean? Where yep. Covered sacks, uh, right. you know, where, where he's covered sacks his butt to get there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got, you know, we've got two great corners. Um, you know, you would think in that scenario that we would have had a lot more sacks and we didn't. There were just there were times where the quarterbacks were sitting there flat footed for ten seconds, it seemed like. And it wasn't quite a few games. So, you know, with all that being said, uh, you know, it was an absolute need. You gotta like it. Um, you know, the defensive end being drafted. So, you know, we'll see what happens. And you got a safety to help put some pressure, you know, on the back end, you know. So Yeah. Safety. No, safety is thin. I mean, Mike, we talked about it. You know, yep. it's just it's just the player that, you know, that is a concern to me. I mean, right. I felt that safety was was definite need and and we both agreed on that. 
Right. We did. We both saw it as a need, but we we do have Brandon Jones, so you know, the, yeah. it's not like this guy is the first guy in unless he deserves to be. I was I was talking to my son earlier and he was like, "Well, you know, McCain's pretty young. Why would they draft a safety?" And I said, uh, "Chris McCain is not very young. I mean, he no, he's he not. was he came into the league as a cornerback, and yep. I, I think he's going into his sixth season. I, I could be wrong. No, Maybe it's his right. fifth season, but but he's been around for a bit now. And um, he was like, yeah, has he been that long? I've has always liked around? McCain. He's a scrappy player, you know, but he's not the best player. And, and you know, if you can get better, then you want to get better. Now, who knows where these, where these safeties will fit in? You know, are they going to replace Roe? Will they replace him? Will they replace both of them? Right. Time will tell. Exactly. But, you know, there's there's cap money there to be saved, and I'm sure that factors into it as well. Absolutely. What positions sure. do you think the rest of the way they should address? Keeping I mean, in mind that we really don't have a lot of high-value picks left. We don't. We've got a third round of here. Um, you know, running back, um, yeah. absolute need. I mean – That's that's where I would be going. You know, Malcolm Brown, I mean – you know, okay. You know, maybe he'll get you a couple touchdowns. He, uh, he's a solid football player, but my goodness, I mean, you know, you got Gaskins, and I love him as a su- as a compliment to somebody else in front of him. Um, you know, as you look at the and, and again, I haven't been watching of late, so I don't know if Michael Carter's come off the board. Um, he's very small. I mean, he's five eight. Uh, you know, two hundred and two pounds. Um, you know, Kenneth Gainwell out of Memphis, he's another guy. I mean, these guys are still – Trey Sermon's still there, I think, the kid out of Ohio State. But, you know, the bottom line is is that, uh, you know, you're rolling the dice on these guys at that point. So this may not be the year to, to go after our running back at this point. I think, um, you know, we had our opportunity in the first round. We went a different route. I don't think it was a horrible decision after we took the re- receiver, as I mentioned earlier. No, so, I, I, I think the edge rusher was a more pressing need. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't have a problem with that decision. I would love to have uh, Najee, but. Uh, you know, you had a feeling that they weren't going to go that route. You know, I was praying that they would go the tackle guard. I mean, tackle running back route to take a little bit of the pressure off of Tua and and have a you know a semblance of a running game because even with Gaskins and believe me when I tell you Gaskins is a is a high effort guy I love I like him, him. As, as a football I, like, I really do yeah, I love him yeah. as a football player but you know behind our offensive line he's um, not a bell cow it, it's it's a struggle it really yeah. is and and inside the five yard line you know you you need guys that are gonna that, that are gonna get that those two yards you know that you need to get down to the well, one you know, yard it's, line it's, it's one like yard they said on the, the end zone like they said on the telecast lou you know if you, if i can block it for three can you get me six yeah exactly that that's that's fantastic that's what you want you want a guy that um you know okay doesn't get you the three yards when he gets hit at three yards he gets you the six yards gaskins right. is not that guy right uh there's and and i don't think malcolm brown is that guy um, so, you know, we're in a situation here where 
were very lackluster at that at that running back position. I mean, Gaskins can catch the ball out of the out of the backfield. He's he's proven that. He made plays in the passing game last year. I really really like him, but you need another guy like him with maybe a little bit more talent and an ability to you know move the pile a little bit. And and Harris was that guy. You know, Harris was that guy. He was that guy. But you know, you you can't get everything. So you know, with that being said. I think, you know, next year you attack the running back position because I think that's come and gone. You know, you, you can take a shot at, at one of these guys later on. Uh, maybe there's somebody I'm not thinking of or a guy that will just shock the world. Uh, it's happened before in the <laughs> third has. round. You know, it you has. can get a guy in the third round that can that can be, you know, that you type of player. You know, we got Jay Ajayi in the fifth round. He did okay for us. So, you know, there is there is possibilities. But Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. You, you know, anything can happen. But listen, you gave your grade. You you gave him a, what, a C-plus? Is that right? That right? I, I would probably go C-plus, yeah. I mean, like I said, the guys in the second round, they think we're a reach. I mean, you know, I would have given him a B. You know, after the first round, you know, I thought that. Um, yeah, you know, I'm going to let a grade higher than you are. I think the first round was an A. I think they got two kids who can be difference makers, one on each side of the ball, and and I think they deserve an A for that. Uh, and but like you today, you know, I mean, I'm not sure. You know, I'm just not sure. Uh, I think I like the Eichenberg pick a little bit better than I like the safety pick. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, he was not the best safety on the board. And, uh, you know, we're just going to have to see about that. Maybe Greer knows something that we don't. But, uh, you well, know, we gave up I, a third rounder for him, Mike. And, you know, that. Yeah, but that, that's next that, year. Yeah, that's that's next factor. year's third yeah. rounder. I don't care about that right now. Well, I'll worry about it, that it, next year. Right. But at the, it is, with, with all <laughs> that being said, you still gave up a third rounder to move up eight slots in this yep. year's draft. I mean, that's, yep. you know, to me. Um, you know, he better be good. That's all I can tell you because, yeah. you know, you gave up a third rounder and, you know, next year is not that far off. <laughs> no, but we're playing with house money kind of, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's how I look at it. I, I'm not worried about losing a pick. Um, but, uh, as far as, you know, he's concerned, I just don't know if that's the guy you wanted to lose the pick on, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know, anyway, if for me to grade him, I, I would give them a B, uh, maybe a B minus. Yeah. That's yeah. about where I am. Yeah, you're not that far off from me. I mean, listen, I, I'd give him an A, Mike. I just think that, you know, Waddle at six, and then, you know, the, the concerns with Phillips, you know, the health The issues, medicals, yeah, the medicals. Just bring, brings it down a bit, that's all. I would have given him an A if they were just absolute. I mean, listen, if they would have drafted Sewell and, and Harris, I would have gave him an A because they got the best tackle, yep. best running back, and, um, you know, there's no questions. Period. There's no questions right, at that right. point. You know, now Waddle could become the best receiver out of this draft. I he mean, could. He, he could. Be. I don't think he's going to be. I think he'll he'll be a little bit behind the kid that got drafted in front of him. But uh, he's going to be a solid football player. So I think a B is you know is is where I want to be on that. Maybe a B plus. You know, A is probably a little bit of a stretch for me, only because of where he was um, where he was drafted. Uh -huh. as far as the receiver but who knows it's all speculative well People uh, you know i'm looking forward to seeing what they put on the field uh yes you know i want to see the draft class from last year start to show some muscle and uh you know what happened with our last draft draft class right van ginkle came out of nowhere yep. and started yep. to play well you know and and it can happen so it's not out of the realm of possibility 
And and we've gotten some solid guys on this roster, Mike. Gaskins we've talked about. Right. Uh, Needham. You know, I know people are in between on Needham, but, um, you know, he's productive at times. You know, I know he at the, the end of the season he didn't look very good, but, you know, for the most part he did a really, really good job for us. So. What did it cost us to get him? Nothing. Exactly. That's it. You know, you've right? got Preston Williams on yeah, this right. roster. Right, I was just going to mention him. Same thing. Nothing. Same thing. I mean, so, you know, we're not done yet. We don't have a lot of draft picks going forward, but – you know, hopefully here in this third round, you know, they select a guy that, that is productive for us. You know, I mean, listen, you get a guy on the defensive side of the football as well. Uh, you know, we talked about running back, but, I mean, you can get a linebacker. You can draft another safety. You can right. draft another edge player. Um, right. You know, Mike, what's interesting is is when they moved up in that second round, I honestly thought that they were going to take another edge guy. There, there was a yeah, there was a guy still on the board. Oh God, I think it was the kid out of Georgia. I could be wrong, but I was. I, I have to again. I have to. Things were happening so fast. It was honestly really hard to keep track of it. Yeah, you know, because I knew we were doing the podcast and I was getting prepared for that. And these these guys were just coming off the board quickly, but. Um, you know, I thought that they were going to take another edge guy. I really did when they moved yeah. up. I'm like, holy crap, because there well, was that's one half that the was fun, gonna... right? Half the fun is yeah. saying, look, yeah, you know, we're on the clock. Who are we taking? You know, and you try and yes. figure it out. And that, that, I mean, that to me, that's the fun of the draft, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, you watch your rivals. Well, what do they need? What are they going to do? You know, and and uh, you know, that's the fun part. That's why we sit and watch it. You know. Hmm. Times have sure changed, right? And when we first became fans, we <laughs> we didn't know who they took until a day or two later when the newspapers told us. Oh, just uh, what a what a difference, right? Yeah, yeah. What yeah. what a difference. I mean, God, the coverage it it's it's almost overkill right now. I I don't pay much attention to it because it just tends to slow the whole process down getting to this point, getting to to this draft. Um you know, getting to the draft, you know, oh, it's crazy. The, all you know, the man. hype game in. I mean, Sunday or Monday, there'll be a way too early mock draft for 2022. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. It just, you know, just the talk. And, you know, everybody is, is on this guy and then everybody's on that guy. And, you know, it just it, it just becomes overkill. It's like you just want the damn thing to be here at that, at some point. Yeah, and, and then, then and, you know, after the draft, you want to see the guys on the field. You know, I don't want to hear what Joe Schmuck graded them. I want to see the guys play. Exactly. So. Well, we won't see him play much until uh, the first week of the season. I mean, we got two preseason games. and um, Well, we have three, I think. Oh, three, yeah, yeah. three. Three, yeah. We've got the three and, um, you know. It, it it'll be interesting. We'll see. I mean, yep. you you got to be happy to an extent. You really do. This kid at receiver is going to be solid. There's no doubt about that. No, I I am happy. I'm excited. And uh, with that, Lewis, I think we're going to close the show. You got it. Uh, we'll be back next week. I'm not sure exactly what day. We'll figure that out over the weekend, probably. But uh, uh, we'll, we will put a show out next week sometime, and we'll recap the rest of the draft and. Uh, I believe Jim Johnson's going to join us this week. And uh, until then, fins up, everybody. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. 